0: in and across Chicago and over the internet, you can make a generous recurring gift by going to our website, urbanvillagechurch.org backslash give. And thanks for helping us with your ears, actions, and dollars to build up God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And now, here's the latest sermon. Good morning. The stri- scripture from today will be from Matthew 2, 1-12, through 16-18, to 18, it should be. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at the rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road." When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated and sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah wailing and loud lamentation. Rachel wept for her children and she refused to be consoled because they are no more.
1: My name is Paul Ortiz, and my pronouns are he, him, el. And it is great to be with you on this second Sunday of Advent. For those of you who are familiar with the liturgical calendar, it's uh, the week of peace, and so our peace candle is lit on our altar. And I don't know about you, but I love me some Advent traditions in the church. They always make me warm and fuzzy inside. And if you grew up attending any church of any stream chances are that you have either participated or at least observed a Christmas pageant. Now, my daughter was actually in one of the first, or actually the first ever urban village Christmas pageant many years ago in Wicker Park site, and that's uh, near and dear to my heart because I actually have starred in many um, (laughs) Christmas pageants as a child. Uh, I remember in the Spanish-speaking Pentecostal churches, which are very different from our um, churches today uh, here, but still Christmas pageants. I remember being uh, having a bathrobe put up upon my shoulders and uh, sandals placed on my feet. I remember having a cotton beard on my face way before I could grow this one. <laughs> and me and my little friends would reenact the story of Jesus' birth. And at the end of the production, the grand finale, we would all be ushered on stage to make kind of like a big triangle. I think a Christmas tree is what they were going for. (laughs) And we, we were given these little candles with the paper stoppers you may be familiar with. And the lights would dim, and we would begin to sing Silent Night. Except in Espanol, it is Noche de Paz, not Silent Night. And so with all the lights out, we would start lighting our candles and passing it to the person next to us. And we would sing... Noche de paz, noche de amor. Which means night of peace, night of love, not a night of silence. Now, at the very end of this song, when all our little candles were lit, there's a phrase at the very end that we would recite over and over again, which I still find myself saying in some of my deepest prayers, even today, and I'm not going to attempt to sing it because I'm actually not a great singer, and this one's a little harder, but it goes, Brilla Estrella de Paz, Brilla Estrella de Paz, which means shine, star of peace, shine, star of peace. I like the Spanish version better. While the English one um, emphasizes on everything being calm and the child being mild, as if, as if baby Jesus never like pooped his diapers or cried, or Mother Mary scream out in pain in a filthy stable as she was giving birth. The, the the Spanish version doesn't really paint the same picture. Rather, it points to the story of God injecting God's peace into a world overtaken by violence. In the Spanish version, we see this uh, this idea that that points to our deepest human longings of God, Estrella de Paz, and the child born, the Prince of Peace, breaking into our world and bringing salvation. In today's scripture reading, we encountered a group of travelers. They are the magi or the wise ones. In various cultures today, they are often referred to as kings. You know, Three Kings Day, some of you may know. Dia de los Reyes is really popular. I've, I've been in neighborhoods where they have parades and people on bicycle have little crowns and throw candy to children. It's great. Um, however, the careful reader of today's text, you may have noticed, nowhere in the Gospels does it actually name them to be kings. Rather, it just says they came from the east and they brought gifts. However, if you pay close attention to the text today, you may have noticed that there are two other kings in the text that are indisputably there. As the reading opened up today, said, In the time of King Herod, wise men came asking where is the child born king of the jews now if you were Herod at that time that might have struck you as a bit of an odd question you may be saying wait a minute i'm the king of the jews and and he was technically you see herod had been appointed king over judea as a vassal of the roman empire now, outside historical documents to the Bible tell us that Herod was extremely paranoid and a tyrannical leader. Like the, the, like the documents of Jewish historian Josephus tell us, he had over 2,000 bodyguards. He would literally hire undercover people to be in the streets monitoring just so they could report back what they had heard people were saying about him. Probably worst of all, he had various members of his own family killed because he was afraid they would try and kill him first in the night. He also had various rabbis executed. And so Matthew's characterization of Herod as paranoid and vindictive and just ready to kill anyone to protect his power at all costs is actually quite accurate with these outside historical sources. And so we heard read today, that when he was afraid, all of Judea was afraid with him. You see, they were familiar with his wrath. And so if he's concerned, they're all concerned. And we see that clearly right after he realizes that the Magi or the wise ones trick him, he launches this attack where he slaughters the innocent children, all, all, with, all with the effort of trying to protect his power at all costs. This is who was on the throne at the time of Jesus' birth. This is who was in power when God's Estrella de Paz broke forth and shined into our world. And it continues to shine today. In a world where refugee children die at our borders with their families as they try to just enter our country to seeking refuge, God's Estrella de Paz continues to shine in protest towards an administration that denies human rights. This this very week, you may have seen, I saw it being shared on social media, a video of Carlos Hernandez Vazquez. He was 16 years old, and he died in a detention center. He died earlier this year, but the, the video was released this week. And he died of, of the flu, withering on the floor, something that could have been prevented. God's Estrella de Paz continues to shine in protest against the powerful and the greedy who grind their gears and catch people in these gears of oppressive systems. It is interesting, radical even, that while Herod was sitting on his throne in Jerusalem, the urban center of political power, there was another king being born in the inconsequential town of Jerusalem who would grow up to be everything Herod was not. Where Herod showed an utter disregard for life, Jesus time and again demonstrates that every life is important to God, especially the oppressed, coming alongside those who are deemed worthless in society. Where Herod took life to gain power, Jesus gave his life for others. Where Herod craved admiration and wanted to be the greatest, Jesus taught humility, and that being great comes from being least. Jesus was constantly using whatever power he had in order to empower others, calling unlikely people like us to rise up as changemakers. Where Herod lived in a place of paralyzing fear, Jesus lived in an assurance rooted in God's love, one that no one, not rulers, not powers, not even death could take away in modeling this kind of counterintuitive power and inviting us to follow him, Jesus reveals to us that power is actually not just for the Herods of this world. We are all meant to be powerful in the way of Jesus. It is the power of peace that Jesus talked about when he said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they are children of God. It is the power of la estrella de paz, which called the wise ones, and continues to call us today. Today's reading of Matthew juxtaposes two kings, two vastly different takes on what it means to be powerful. Now, Herod may seem like this extreme version, kind of like an evil cartoon character, yet the way he is, is the way he envisions power is actually not that different from the way our society envisions power, where we assume that we, we need to be the greatest, that our nation should be the greatest at all costs, regardless of the effects on the vulnerable, the immigrants, or the environment. It is a way that is unreflective of how our pursuit to get ahead affects others. Herod's actions are so easy to condemn, yet how much of this model is pervasive in our society and maybe secretly in our own hearts? Much like the people in Jerusalem, who were afraid, we may fear or feel that we only have two options. We could either join Herod in his power system or live in fear of people like him. Yet the wise ones today show us that there is another way. You see, they confronted Herod, his kingship, his perverted sense of power, by saying, where is the other king? They had the audacity to go before the king of the Jews and ask, where is the child-born king of the Jews? Where is the true king who embodies real power, the power of peace? We, like them, must follow la estrella de paz. We, like the wise ones, are given a similar choice today. We, We must ask ourselves, what kind of power do we really trust in? Do we really actually trust in the power of God's love and peace to bring change in the world, or do we just trust in our ability to control other people? If you're like me, you kind of find yourself going back and forth between these two ways of power without really realizing it. Herod's power, way, and system is so pervasive that it's hard to unlearn it. Yet, thankfully, God continues to shine La Estrella de Paz into our world, into our darkness, calling us to go a different way. One discernment practice that I wanted to offer you and that I practice uh, during this time of Advent is to simply have a chime or a bell on your phone. Uh, Mine goes off twice a day. And wherever I'm at, when it rings, I kind of center myself back and ask myself, what kind of power am I trusting in? Is it the power of God's love? Is it the power of peace? If I'm in the middle of a conversation at work, which is At work is usually where I'm most likely to be like a Herod and feel like I'm in competition with others. (laughs) But if I'm in conversation, you know, I'll just turn it off and just kind of ask myself that question and recenter myself. But if I'm by myself, sometimes I will pray or meditate or or repeat a phrase. And even till today, sometimes I repeat um, the phrase, Brilla Estrella de Paz. Brilla Estrella de Paz. And so I offer you that during this Advent season or something similar that works for you as a way of orienting yourself towards God's light in our world that is already around us and within you. Because in the end, that is the best I think we could do is to orient ourselves to God's light. In the end, we cannot save ourselves by trying really hard to be good. In the end, we must trust in God's estrella de paz and follow after it. Thanks be to the God that does not stay trapped in heaven but breaks forth into our world, into the darkness with God's Estrella de Paz. Thanks be to the God revealed in the Son of Mary. May we follow. Amen.